0: Welcome to the Pulp Nostalgia and Old Time Radio Podcast. This week we have Masquerade, an episode of Dark Destiny, which aired on October 31st, 1942. Dark Destiny was a short-lived radio series that aired over the Mutual Network, and this is the only known surviving episode. The series was written and directed by Robert Arthur and David Cogan, the first of several radio shows the pair created together. Later efforts included Dark Fantasy, The Mysterious Traveler, and The Steel Book. Arthur, for his part, wrote dozens of stories for The Pulps. He was also a prolific writer for many radio series and scripted several episodes of television's Alfred Hitchcock Presents. He wrote mystery books for a young adult audience, most notably the Three Investigators series, and was the editor of many of the short story collections credited Hitchcock in the 1960s and 70s. If you like Pulp Mysteries, you should check out our latest collection, The Best of Thrilling Detective, Volume 2. It, along with Volume 1 and all our other books, are available for Amazon and other bookstores or at a discount on our website at brickpicklemedia.com. That direct link is in the show notes. This podcast is a Brick Pickle Media production. Be sure to visit our website. We can find a link to all of our books in our entire online store. And remember, if you like the show, please leave feedback on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And with that, on with the show.
1: most fantastic party. Well, fantastic as good a word as any for it. A Halloween party in a haunted house. It gives me shivers just to think about it. Well, then, why think about it? How do you nose And let's go see if we can pry our husbands away from Jerry Mason's bar. Oh, Jane, you're so hard, boys. You're never impressed by anything. A mob of people dressed up in silly costumes, busily drinking someone else's liquor leaves me cold, darling. Well, so it doesn't mean. I think it's fun. I suppose this house Jerry found really is haunted. Now, there are plenty of spirits around tonight, but they're all in bottles, it some little thing. Just the same. It is spooky, and it makes me feel a little frightened. So not it you, Helen? What? Oh, uh, what'd you say, so? I said, aren't you just a little bit frightened by this old house? Yes. Yes, I am. I'm not ashamed to admit it. For God's sake, Helen, you look as if you had the heebie jeebies You're as pale as if you've seen a real ghost, instead of that silly-looking butler Judson dressed up in a seat. Well, I wish Jerry never thought of this party. What, Helen? Nothing. I'm being silly. Let's go out and have fun. I didn't make this witch's costume to sit around him. I second the motion. Why waste time now, Helen? Especially since your husband will be here any minute. What do you mean by that? Oh, nothing. Except that I certainly couldn't have any fun if all my husband did was stand around watching me out of cold, fishy eyes. The way Carl watches you. Now, stop it, Jane. There's a party going on,
2: remember? So let's go back to it. Oh, hello, oh,
3: there we are. Oh, no, no, no. Hey, what took you from so long? Come on, yeah, Jerry's going to make a speech. All right. What do we got to lose? Yes, sir. Come on, then. Just wait for the speech, everybody. Come on. Organist, organist, music, please. <laughs> now, ladies and gentlemen, I uh, mean fellow witches. Wizards, <laughs> vampires, werewolves, and uh, whatever other unholy creatures we may have with us tonight. <laughs> uh, me, you please come to water. I will now state the purpose of our gathering. Tonight is All Hallows' Eve, better known as Halloween.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now, now, wait, wait a
3: minute. On Halloween, ghosts, witches, and uneasy spirits of all kind are privileged to walk abroad. Vampires and werewolves may hold high holidays. The restless dead may step back from the great beyond and mingle with the living for a night.
2: Oh. This is serious,
3: please. It sure is. Quiet now. We the living have long been remiss in our hospitality to the unfortunate spook, whose only amusement is to go around on Halloween saying with evil.
2: <laughs> so
3: tonight, by way of making amends, we all invite all ghosts, vampires, poltergeists, or other invisible spirits to join us. <laughs> I, as host, extend the full hospitality of Haunted Hall to all such other world inhabitants who may be in the neighborhood and wish to drop in. If any such are about, make yourselves at home.
2: Hmm.
1: What's the matter, Helen? I felt so cold just then. Uh, what time is it? Carl ought to finish with so his business and he Be here by now. It's not quite ten. He'll get here on time. Uh, when midnight
3: strikes, we'll have a little stay on. And then, if we have any ghostly guests with us tonight, we'll make them show themselves to us. But now let's have music. Yeah. To suit the mood of the evening, all music has to come from the organ, which stood in the attic here for 40 years. gave oh. out ghostly chords whenever there was to be a death in the family. Organist, oh. you ghostly chords, please. <laughs>
2: Jane. What's that? The
1: organ music in <laughs> Ellen, Helen, are you all right? You shivering? I'm all right, Helen. A little cold. Okay, then, but take it easy. Well, I gotta go find my darling stars. I'll see you later. Here,
3: Helen.
1: Helen, Jerry. I didn't see you.
3: Don't look so guilty. People will suspect something.
1: I'm sorry, Jerry. I Come don't... on, we'll dance.
3: We can duck and talk someplace.
1: Jerry, don't I... talk
3: now. Somebody might overhear you. Dance over toward the hall and then slip into the library. And have some privacy there before Carl comes, Oh, darling. I've been waiting two weeks for a chance to be alone with you again,
1: Jerry. I've been waiting too. I know.
3: After tonight, we'll never have to wait again. Here's the hall. Come on now. The library door's on this side. I don't think a soul saw it. Get inside so I can shut the oh. door. Oh, see if you can find the light switch. Here
1: it is.
3: Good. No one's asked to interrupt us here in such a few minutes. Carl phoned only fifteen minutes ago that he's on his way. The terrific way he drives, he'll be here before we know it. He only knew how often I've prayed that he'd drive off the road some night and break his neck. Oh, Jerry.
1: Jerry.
4: Oh
1: me, in your arms, Jerry. Hold me tight. I'm frightened.
3: Frightened? Because of Carl?
1: Yes, I I don't know
3: if I can go through with it. But we have to. There isn't any other but way. Couldn't we just go away together? Darling, my business is here, my work. We have to go through with our plans just as we make them. But maybe your car would let me divorce him. Oh, never. You know that. He'd die first. But that's exactly what he has to do. Die. And there
1: must be some way. That... there
3: isn't. Oh, darling, there's nothing to be afraid of. Nothing, understand? To commit murder? Don't think of it like that. We're... We're just getting rid of someone who's made your life miserable. Someone who stands between us and all our happiness. Now, listen. Yes, sir. He's partying at this silly Halloween masquerade. I planned it carefully to make it easy and safe to get Carl out of the way. Easy and safe? How? There are two dozen people wandering around this old house in silly costumes wearing masks. Nobody can be sure who anybody else really is unless they actually speak to him. Well, I
1: don't see how... Now, the
3: point is, nobody will ever be able to testify or even be sure in his own mind where anybody else is at any given moment tonight. In this house, I picked it for the party not because fools say it's haunted, but because down in the woods, back of the gardens, there's an old rock quarry. Rock quarry? Mm Mm-hmm. This house was closed several years ago after the last owner fell into the quarry one night when he was drunk. And that's exactly what's going to happen to Carl tonight. He's going to fall into that quarry while drunk. Oh,
1: Jerry, no. Oh,
3: it's so easy a child could manage it. Everyone knows that Carl drinks heavily at every party he goes to. Now look, you find some way to get him out of the house after he arrives. You'll lead him down the path through the woods toward the quarry. I'll see to it that he goes over the edge. I couldn't. Oh, I couldn't. You can and you will. You love me, don't you? Yes, Jerry, the murder but murder. He suspects us already. You know, that he's so jealous of you. He'd kill both of us if he could prove what he suspects. But just to say, I, I can't. Oh, I can't. I'll do anything you say, Jerry. Get control of yourself, Helen. We only have another few minutes to make our plan. No,
1: Jerry, no. I I, I, I know we planned this. I, I know we both decided to do it, but now I can not I love you, Jerry. Oh, I, I do love you, but this... I-, I didn't know how it would be, and I'm afraid...
2: I- uh,
3: sorry, I had to be so rough, but this is no time for hysterics. We've got to go through with it tonight. When Carl arrives...
5: When Carl arrives, what? Carl. <sighs>
3: how? how did you get here so quickly, Carl?
5: You invited me, so I came as quickly as I could. Yet you seem confused that I'm here.
3: Huh? Oh, Oh, no, no, I am... Um... Just surprised that you made such good time getting out here from town. You only called me 15 minutes ago. And my wife.
5: Why should my wife seem so frightened at my arrival?
1: Well, well I'm, I'm not, Carl. I'm just startled at, at your costume. It, it, it's a costume that Jonathan has Pretty
2: gruesome.
5: Gruesome? I think it's most appropriate. You come as a witch, Jerry comes as a devil. And I come as death.
3: Death? What do you mean by that? Carl, what are you doing with that gun?
5: I put it into my pocket before I left the house. You're drunk. I was drunk when I started. I'm not drunk now. Give
3: me that gun. You don't know what you're doing.
5: I know what I'm doing. I know everything now.
3: Carl, what are you going to do?
5: When I started, I intended to give this haunted house some new ghosts to haunt it. Real ones.
2: Jerry, you going to kill us.
5: But now I'm only going to take you home with me, darling. You're my wife and your place is at my side. Jerry tried to steal you as he stole the fortune that I placed in his trust. But I'm not going to let him. I'm going to take you back with me now and you'll never leave me again. Hold his attention. I'm going to grab the gun.
1: Uh, please, listen to me, Carl. You don't it's understand what It's the... you
5: who do not understand. But you will soon understand everything.
3: Understand? <laughs> Tell him, get his gun. i got it. There's finally something to tie him with, quickly. If you hit him hard enough to put him out for so long, he'll come to in a moment and... <laughs> Tell me what it is. Why are you holding his hand
4: like that? Feel it.
3: Cold.
1: There's no pulse. He's not breathing. Carl's Not breathing.
3: Dead. Even though I didn't hit him very hard, he's dead. We've got to get rid of his body. Another 20 yards. I we
2: can't see. so dark.
3: can't stop now. We are lucky to get him out of the French windows. Of course, the lawn without being seen.
2: We can't risk
3: somebody stumbling on us. The moon will be coming out again any such. What is it now?
2: French? <laughs>
3: Never mind. The edge of the quarry is just behind the next turn. Oh, slowly now. Get away with your feet. He's standing on rock now. Yes. Okay. Yes. Good. He can put his feet down. Please. Carefully now, not too much noise. And, there. and it's done. You killed him. Murder him. I'm saying that he was going to kill us, wasn't he? With just self defense. Be careful.
4: Don't move
0: around.
3: Maybe the party is directly in front of us. Moon's coming out. There you can see down into it. Oh deep the better. i get out of my way. I can finish Mr. Carl Donnelly alone.
4: So, up it comes.
3: Under my shoulder. And now Oh my right, god. No. 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 Well thought over. That's for the gun. Gotta get rid of that. If we found it found, it would look suspicious. What do you do with it? In the middle of the quarry, there's a deep pool. Going into that. <clears throat> In the pool. Have it splat. Now, all we have to do is join the party again, and act natural. In a little while, we'll pretend to worry about Carl and start looking for him, but... We won't find him. Not today.
2: That's natural. All we have to do is... <clears> act <throat> natural. Stop it. Stop it
3: that's just as natural as I am, because your neck is at stake too. Unless we give ourselves away, nothing on earth can ever prove we're guilty. You hear that? Absolutely nothing on earth. Helen, smile at me. Act like you're enjoying yourself. you have got to. Talk to me. In the last ten minutes we've been dancing like a white dummy. I
1: keep seeing him falling in that corner in the moonlight.
3: Down, down, down. Don't be a fool. That's over and done with. Now we have a new life ahead of us. You and I. Think of that. Don't think of him. I'm sorry,
1: Jerry. I I am I'm sorry. But instead I keep carrying his papers. going to take him home. Keep me forever. I feel that his hands were still touching So cold, the way they were when he
3: grabbed my wrist. Gotta get your mind off it. Well, come on over and join the gang. But remember, act natural. Oh. Oh, it's Jerry! Oh, Jerry! Welcome, boy. Thanks, Roger. Everybody having a good time? Oh, it's
2: just too spooky for words. Everybody says it's the most fantastic party they ever heard of,
1: don't they, Jane? You used that word once, darling. Oh, you. What's the matter, Helen? He's still cold. Yeah. No, Sally, I'm. What, oh. oh, You're as white as a sheep. Your hands are colder than a polar bear's nose. <laughs> Nothing's just... the matter
3: with Helen. She's just uh, cold. Uh, we were out looking for Carl. He oh. seems to have wandered off somewhere. Ah, I didn't know he never showed up. Oh yes, he, uh, he came in about an hour ago. He did. That's funny. We haven't seen a thing of him. I was looking for him too. Well,
1: of course he came in here here somewhere. All right, so he's here somewhere. What are Why fly off the handle just because I said I haven't seen him? Well, oh, because he is here. He's... He's outside somewhere.
3: All right, Gary, show up soon enough when he gets thirsty again. And
1: speaking of spirits,
3: Gary, it is almost midnight. Time for that seance you said we were going to be free Seance? Oh, no, you
1: said if there really were ghosts around this house, we'd have a seance and make them show No, no, no. No, I don't like the idea either. Let's just forget it and come on dance tomorrow. No, we want a oh, no. We want to see a ghost. Yeah, we want a seance. We want to see a ghost. We want, we want a seance. seance. We, want, we see seance. want to see a ghost. No no, 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 no,
2: Stop it, stop it, it. we
3: what you, do well? You're about as much fun tonight as a corpse. He acts as if he'd seen a ghost already. Well, Helen's just worried about Carl. Uh, all right, I-, I promise you a seance and we'll have one. Good. Uh, now, look, uh, first we have to turn down all the lights. Ooh. Then close all the doors and windows. Then everybody has to sit in a circle and hold hands while I am third. All right, we we'll intend everything. You get your charms ready. Come on, Jane, let's get
2: going. Hey, everybody,
0: we're going to have a
2: <laughs>
3: there, you mustn't do. I've got to, don't you see? I've got to act natural. I can't do anything that would arouse any suspicion. But suppose you should and snap out of it. This is all just make-believe. Just a game I'm playing, it can so silly fools quiet. No one can materialize ghosts. Look, all I'm going to do is mumble a few nonsensical words and then say it wouldn't work. Now come on, everybody's waiting.
2: All righty, Jerry.
3: Right down. Doors closed. Everybody in a circle. Moving hands. Now go ahead with the mumble jump. Sit here, Helen. Now uh, silence, please. Silence. No one must move or speak. The circle of clasped hands must not be broken. Is that understood? And music, organist. uneasy creatures of the night, the restless dead and all other creatures of the unseen world who may stir abroad only on this one night of the year. Hear me and take heed. By Astaroth and Beelzebub and Lucifer, I command you. By Israfel and Daliel and the dog-god Horus, I command you. By Isis and Osiris and Talbath, the terrible, I command you. If you are present tonight... Not three times that we may know. Not three times that we may know. Oh, it's just somebody at the door. I'll it. No, I I'll do it. What Oh, it's you, Judge. Oh. I have oh. oh. like? been for interrupting, sir, but is being served, and there's everything that's fine, Judge. We'll be in, in a moment. That's very good, sir. I'm sorry, folks. The say I to be a watchout, but anyway, you can all eat now. <laughs> <If> you say eat? We'll be good. If any ghost wants me to have me... Oh, Roger, time. come on. I'm sorry. Uh, Jerry,
1: Jerry, just a minute. Helen looks all in. Maybe I'd better take her outside in the air for just a few
3: minutes. Thanks, Sally. Look, you go on in with the others. I'll look after Helen. Tell the rest we'll be in in a minute.
1: Well, all right, Jerry, if you'd rather, but she does look off pale.
3: What's the matter with you, Helen? You trying to put both our necks in a noose?
1: Sorry, right, Jerry. I was afraid I was going to faint. I'll be all right if I could just have
3: a little air. Well, come on outside on the terrace. Here, we can go out through these French windows. Now, get on the railing and pull yourself together. Remember, we've still got to go through the motions of hunting for Carl. Jerry, I
1: keep feeling his hands on my wrist. I keep feeling the touch of his hands and... Hearing him whisper in my ear that he's trying to take me home and keep me with him forever. Jerry. What is it? That
3: noise. What's that noise? Noise? I don't hear any noise except the organ. started dancing again. There's somebody coming out of the bushes. Don't be silly. Everybody's inside. One coming up through the bushes in the woods. It, it's just an animal of some kind.
1: Oh, not. The animal would be
2: scared away by the noise in the light. Jerry. Yes.
3: There's a man coming through from the woods. From the look You're being hysterical. It's just an animal, I tell you. These woods are full of them. It, no, me... oh, it's not. do Oh, look it. can't be. It's
2: coming a... around the side of
3: the house. Jerry, take me in. Take me in quick. Come on, then. It's a tramper
5: of hatred. Wait a minute, Jerry. Oh. Don't run away from me, Helen, my dear. Oh. You... You invited me, Jerry. I came as fast as I could. I hope I'm not too late for a dance with my wife. How did you get here? I just came. Come, dear. The music's playing. Just one dance, then I must take you home with me.
1: You're not dead.
5: Come, my dear. The music is playing. Just this one dance. Then we must go. Don't touch me. Surely you're not afraid of me, my own loving wife. Come. We'll dance. And then we'll go.
3: Jerry. Jerry, do something. Don't let him touch me. Oh,
2: you're joking <laughs> me. you Jerry.
3: I'm here and I find a rock big enough to...
2: You dirty... Now
3: <coughs> <coughs> oh, you're dead. Now oh, you're dead for good. I slept up before, but not this time. you was trying to kill me. He's me. i inside my You can't give one
2: now. We've got to get rid of her. I can't go through with that again. He's
3: fingers are I thought. So cold. have got to face it. Obviously, he, he was only unconscious when we thought he was dead. And, and he was so thoroughly soaked with alcohol that the fall into the quarry didn't even hurt him. He must have recovered and, and climbed out somehow without knowing what had happened and, and, and came back. That's what happened. That's what must have happened. But he won't come back again. I couldn't go through
2: that, but... It's
3: boring now. we we'll not have to. We've seen. I think there's something else. I have it. Where's Carl's car? Carl? Yes, Carl's green roadster. I don't know. I don't see him. It. it should be over there parked with all the others. He certainly came in it. He Then we'll have to use my sedan. It's down there at the end of the terrace. Go on, open the rear door. i you to now. You'll see, quick. I can lift them all right, but I can't carry them very far. Hurry. Have you got it open yet? Yes. Sir. Good. <clears> Here, <throat> yeah. I'll get the front seat. Do as I tell you. You haven't any time to waste. Come on, get in. It uh, cost me the car, but it'll be worth it.
1: can.
2: From my neck. So cold. And
3: cold. Let me, say, stop it. Well, oh, do you think my nose can stand? You're sniveling. Do you think I like this? Don't. How would I say? It. Uh, sorry, Gary.
1: But with him in the... in the seat behind
3: me. He won't be there long. What are you going to do with him? The blind curve up ahead away is. A deep ravine alongside it. Half a dozen cars have gone in there in the last ten years. Yes, remember. I'm going to stop the car there. We're we're going to get out and and pop him up behind the wheel. Then then I'll stop the car and and send it over the edge. We'll we'll tell the police we we found him wandering around drunk and and, and we took him for a drive to sober him up. But uh, he, he insisted that we get out and let him drive and and he got so violent that we had to. Then he lost control of the car. Will they believe you? I don't know, but they won't be able to prove anything if they don't. Aren't we there yet, Jerry? Are we almost there? Almost. Just another
1: mile. I keep thinking that I hear that it moving behind us. I keep thinking its hands are reaching for me.
3: So cold. I know. I'm not blaming you, but hold on to yourself. In another five minutes, we'll be forever rid of Carl Donnelly. Did you call me, then, Jerry?
5: (laughs) Yes, Jerry. I heard you call me. You and Helen. So I came. You're not alive still. You're not. You can't be. My wife has fainted. You tend to her. I'll come up front with you and drive. Stay where you are. You're dead. You hear? You're dead. I'll drive, Jerry. Move over, please, so I can climb in behind the wheel. Oh, no. No, you're dead. That's right. Move over and make room for me. Don't.
2: Get back. Stay
5: away from me. Just a moment now, and I'll take the wheel. No. There. Now I'll do the driving. <clears throat> I know where I want to go, and you don't. <clears throat> I'm driving my wife home now, so we must go faster. And faster. And faster.
2: Stop
5: it. Stop it, God, You'll kill us all. But my wife, I must get her home. Faster.
3: Slow down. I'll do anything you want. I'll surrender to the police. I'll tell them I am the money. You gave me power to turn over. I'll tell them anything of you, these Slow down.
5: I can't slow down. I'm taking my wife home now. Faster. A
2: thousand. It's the blind cursor of each on the other side of it. We'll never make it. Faster. 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 No! <laughs>
3: Hello, Sergeant Myers. This is Johnson reporting.
4: Yeah, again. It's been a busy night. Just sedan down this time. Went over the edge of blind curve a little while
3: after midnight. The dashboard clock stopped at 12.25. That's
4: right. I found it 20 minutes ago. Two people in it, man and a woman. Yeah, both
3: of them. Worst case I've seen yet. Car must have been doing 90 when it went over. And looked as if it had been driven over purposely, too. And say, Sod, there's a couple of funny angles to the crash. I mean, peculiar. Sort of eerie. One is, they were both in costume. Like that other strip we picked up earlier tonight. Uh-huh. A witch's costume and a devil suit. But get this, Sod. The sedan landed smack on top of that green roadster I reported before. You know, the one we hauled that other guy in a masquerade costume out of. The one in the skeleton suit that gave him such a turn at the morgue when we left him there around 10 o'clock. Yeah, the one we identified three hours ago as Carl Donald.
4: Just listen to Chapter Eight of Dark Destiny, a series of dramas about those unfortunate ones among us whose lives are doomed from the beginning, who travel by strange and terrible roads to meet their destiny. Tonight's story, Masquerade, originated in the studios of Station W.O.R. Written by Robert Arthur and David Cogan, it was produced by Jack Johnstone. Featured on tonight's program were Carl Eastman as Jerry and Elspeth Eric as Helen. Next Saturday night at 8, you will hear a story. You say Anne's been dead for months?
3: But that's impossible. It couldn't be. It must be wrong.
1: Because Anne and I were married yesterday. Oh.
4: What's that? A man with a phantom wife? Listen to the next chapter of Dark Destiny, a story titled, Till Death Do Us Part. Rob Shepard speaking, this is
2: usual.